Hey, this is Sarah with Fully Awake. Today's episode is kind of got two titles. Not kind of, it really does. So it's the evolving process and then it's my new moon thoughts. So the new moon was on the 22nd and I really felt this one. It was a few days ago. I, in fact, had three glasses of champagne, which is not usually um, something that I would do as a reaction to stress, okay? And that was definitely a reaction to stress. I was just really feeling it in my energy and my solar plexus, like all the little parts of my body. I was like, oh my gosh. And I even snapped at my niece the following morning, and I'm not really sure why I definitely was just feeling it, right? And, you know, there's a lot going on right now. There's this pandemic and just all the shifts that are happening within it, you know? Everybody's got a different situation. Okay, so about today, the evolving process. Life is a journey. It's not a race. I don't have to get there first. While I'm a competitive person, I'm also the girl that lets you go first if you really want something. You could say I'm a cheerleader. I'm all about if I already knew that you wanted to do something or that like something was on your agenda and you wanted to achieve something, I'm all about like letting you get that done and cheering you on. And honestly, I think it like it feeds off me too, in a way, right? Like I get, I get excited for the other person and then I get excited for myself, especially if I wanted something the same. And I'm really talking about this podcast right here, right now. And I have this friend, Jackie. So the funniest part is I just liked cheerleaders growing up. And here I am like this cheerleader, right? And now one of my closest friends, Jackie, She was a cheerleader growing up. I found that out on the phone with her. And how ironic. So Jackie Ledlow, this is my shout out to you. I have to say, the thoughts that are going on in my head, I'm cheering on the sidelines like, who rocks the house? Jackie rocks the house. And when Jackie rocks the house, she rocks it all the way down. Who rocks the house? Jackie rocks the house, and when Jackie rocks the house, she rocks it all the way up. You feel me? (laughs) This is my point. We all evolve. And we all change. And we all have different goals. And we all shift. So to go back for a second on my first podcast, which talks about greatness... I think like we all deep down in our very core want to be great. Okay, so the new moon. I really want to point out the moon. It has its cycles and it's steady. So there's the new moon, there's the waxing crescent, there's the first quarter, waxing gibbous, full moon, waning gibbous, third quarter, waning crescent, Then back to the new moon. Okay, I don't know if I said some of those right. 
So forgive me. It's not the point. My point is, the moon repeats itself all over again. And it's steady. It's the same thing that happens. The moon shifts and it evolves. Much like, or not like, if you're like me, the cycles of female hormones. Now, I am no scientist, and I also truly believe that the pattern of the world maintains a certain energy. And when we are in tune with who we are and how we play a role in the universe, we can become more in tune to the earth, sun, and moon. So Native Americans even go as far as calling our menstrual cycle the moon cycle. So my mom always told me that I was part Cherokee Indian, and I wholeheartedly believed her because I felt it, right? Like I had this beat of the drum in my soul. It's like the music always played. And then about a year ago, I took a DNA test and got the results back from Ancestry.com, and I have only like 1% Native American in me, or None. I actually can't remember, to be honest. But the shocking thing was, is that I have 9% African. What? Talk about totally confused. Then, I told my mom about all this, and I guess her entire flippin' family told her that she was part Cherokee. All her life. And she, too, had taken the test from Ancestry, and she also had nothing in her. So it's like this... Life built on, like, why? I thought it was really interesting. So I sincerely wondered where I got my love for the beat of the drum, where I got my love for that rhythm. Maybe it's just humankind. Maybe all humans love rhythm. Maybe, I don't know. Now, for me, it's obviously from the Africans and the African line in me, in my DNA, right? So let's get back to the moon. The moon is steady. And if you need something steady in your life, I encourage you to look at the moon. God created the heavens and the earth. So I believe he is showing us his steady truth through the moon. And from a universal perspective, the universe has your back. As the universe evolves, we always will. Shifting, changing, seeking, non-seeking, true seekers, non-seekers, liars, cheaters of the world. Everyone is changing all the time. This life is a journey and everything is going to evolve. Everything is going to shift. Everything is going to change. Now, think about this. We look at the moon and its circle around the earth. We can clearly see that it shifts as the sun and the earth shift. There are not many other external factors other than the laws of the universe. So for us, as humans on this planet, there are billions of external factors that keep us steadily shifting or on shifting sand. The Bible talks about building your house on solid rock. In Matthew chapter 7, verses 24 and 27. You can reference it if you like, or if you're not a Bible person, don't worry about it. I just want to speak of this because I believe it's true. 
So think about your foundation. Steady as the moon's axis. It doesn't mean that you cannot evolve and change once you have discovered who you are meant to be, your foundation. It, it does mean, however, that you must stand firm in that foundation as your contribution to the world. Okay, so some little fact for you. The moon orbits the Earth once every 27.322 days. It also takes approximately 27 days for the moon to rotate once it's on its axis. As a result, the moon does not seem to be spinning, but appears to, to observers from Earth to be keeping almost perfectly still. Scientists call this synchronous rotation. Okay, I'll stop nerding out on you. So foundationally speaking, you have to dig. You have to discover it. For years, I thought I was finding myself, and now I realize that it is all about discovering yourself. Take my three-year-old, for example. She started coloring and drawing in a straight line when she was about 12 months old. I looked and I saw what she was doing, and I knew this girl is going to be great. I never want to crush her. She's fiery, loving, and 110% passionate about what she is doing in each moment. When she doesn't like something, you know it. When she loves something, you know it. I see a lot of myself in her. When I was five or six, I don't remember exactly, my parents knew I was different, and they sent me to summer Catholic school. Okay, I can remember the day that my mother picked me up from there when I was supposed to be learning my numbers and letters and I had done the exact opposite. I had drawn. The teacher handed her a list of things that I needed to work on and she showed her a picture that I drew. And then this teacher said, your daughter is an artist. She's very talented. My mom said, she is but we really need to work on her schooling right now. I remember the feeling of feeling so crushed. Here I was expressing myself, and my teacher was pointing out something that I was really good at, and I got crushed right there in that moment. I literally felt like I couldn't draw anymore. I did. I kept drawing. I kept making things. I went as far as making these tiny little houses out of shoeboxes, and I really wanted to enter them in the State Fair of Texas. <laughs> I never did. It was like that crushed feeling, right? Like, I just didn't really believe in myself. I didn't believe that I could do something and succeed at it. Like, that I wanted to do. Does that make sense? So, I just didn't really give it my heart and soul anymore, like I had. So now fast forward eight to 10 years from that moment, and I found photography in a dark room at Dallas Academy with Miss Hennigan. Miss Hennigan was really strict. She was an intimidating teacher, and I found love in that dark room. I felt connected with my soul again. Miss Hennigan actually encouraged me. She would critique me harshly, and I think she made me the person I am today. 
I have a sharper eye now. And I never got a career in the arts like I wanted. I was never really that talented, to be honest. I kind of did have a career in graphic design there for a real hot minute. And then the economy crashed in 09, and all was seemingly lost. So it's like this story kept repeating itself, and I didn't make the connection until the other day on the phone with Jackie, mind you. Okay, so now today, though, over the last year, really, and then in this moment right now, I realize that it's not lost. That I just have to keep expressing, keep creating, keep flowing, and keep making. That this is my rock. My creative brain. That's my foundation. That's a huge part of who I am. That's how God created me to be. So my journey, so my journey to come back to believe in myself hasn't been easy. And honestly, really defeating time and time again. Even yesterday, I mentioned this podcast to my husband and how I thought maybe this could be one of those avenues that helps me get somewhere so that he can retire when he wants in seven years. He said, podcasting and social media is like being a musician. It's just not steady. Okay, so right now I teach yoga and fitness classes and I love it and I'm super passionate about all that stuff. It's like another way of expressing a huge part of who I am, right? I love it. And you know what? That's not steady either. So damn it, I know that it's not steady. And if I work hard and maintain a steady moon pattern, I can succeed. And quite honestly, challenge accepted. I have been told since I can remember that I won't make it in the arts. I have been told since I can remember that I won't make it in the arts. Besides my grandmother, it's not to say my parents didn't believe in me. Sorry, mom and dad, if you're listening. I, I know you believed in me, but you really wanted me to do something better, right? which I kind of look at my three-year-old and I listen to my husband and he really wants her to like do something better. And, you know, I get it. Like art, art is hard to make it in, but if you're not happy, then why, why the heck do something that doesn't make you happy? Like, I understand you have to have a steady income in order to live, in order to do all those things that society says. (sighs) Yeah, that's another conversation. (laughs) So, my grandmother, I want to talk about her. Not long before she passed away, when she first got sick, she gave me the book, Grandmother Moses. And she told me, Sarah, you can be like her. You're an artist. Keep tracing your dream. You are talented. I believe in you. My grandmother's passing was possibly one of the hardest times in my life. She was the one person that really believed in me at my foundation. I had to learn to believe in me. It's been over five years, for sure. I don't remember exactly what year she passed. And I don't know that I want to. It's like the memory of her still keeps me going. It's like I know that she's still with me. Her presence is still here. And I like that. 
had to learn to believe in myself. I had to find the steadiness like the moon that this quarantine currently has me in. There's a huge part of me that is okay if this quarantine goes on longer. I like that I'm spending so much time with my children. I like that in the midst of it, I am checking things off my list that I've been wanting to start. I like that I am getting close and closer to the finish line with some of them. I have the time. And I have the extrinsic motivation. And I have mapped out my moon pattern for it all. Life is a journey. And I am really enjoying this chapter of the journey. As I evolve into this and shift out of something and into this new normal, I can stand in the fact that I am podcasting. Mm -hmm. Life is a journey. And I am really enjoying this chapter of the journey. As I evolve into this and shift out of something and shifting into something new, the new normal, I can stand in the fact that I am podcasting to you today in the midst of writing my book, teaching yoga online, getting more fitness certs, and more education, only to elevate myself to the next level. I'm not sure what the next level is for me, but I can feel it. I can feel it deep within my bones, something big. And so I have to keep building. I have to keep going. What is your next level? Are you on the level that you want to be? Do you have a firm foundation? Do you believe in you at your very core? Thanks for tuning in to today's podcast. Sarah Liz here, signing off. Have an awesome day. Namaste. Namaste.